You're how old and you've been married how long? I don't remember, so you can answer that. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Brooks McDonald Show. I've got my lovely wife, Carrie Beth, here with us. Hello. And we're actually coming to you on an evening edition. You can't tell because we got these nice show lights that light up the room. Otherwise, it'd be dark, dark. Um, and we got our nice little teas. Kirbeth made us a nice tea. Kirbeth, what mug do you have? I have Glacier National Park. We're very on theme. And what do you have? I have Yellowstone. It's a lovely time. Not the show. The actual place. <laughs> Welcome to the episode of our nightly edition. So... What are we going to be talking about today? Okay, so we are entitling this episode, Frequently Asked Questions. What does that mean? That means that we are going to go through some rapid fire, that's probably not going to be so rapid because we like to talk, um, questions that we hear a lot that people ask us, people who maybe just meet us or people who come to know who we are or people who have known us for a long time that want to know the answer to some of these questions. So we came up with them, and we're going to on-the-spot answer them today. We haven't talked about them yet, so we'll see what we say. It's going to be fun. Kind of nervous. Okay, first question we get all the time, and you probably do too, is what do you do? Like, what do we do for a living? Yeah, what do you do for a living? Okay. Yeah, so I've been the last 20 years in the insurance industry, and um, started out with one employee and me and a little bitty shop in Bartlett, Tennessee, outside of Memphis. And from there, uh, grew into today. We have uh, 70 team members. And I've done a lot of, I was in the mergers and acquisitions space of insurance, meaning I'd find other insurance agencies and purchase uh, them from the old owners and roll them in and grow them. And then in 2021, we partnered with a group called High Street, a private equity up out of um, Traverse City, Michigan. And that's been great. And that's helped us grow. We actually grew from 40 team members to 70 team members in the last 20 months. So um, lots of growth with them on our side. So that's what I do. I'm the agency president for for them representing. And so from a staff of your client of ours, you probably didn't know anything's happened because I'd like to think that we have great service. Um, but I, I have a home office, which is what we're sitting in, slash library, slash recording studio, slash uh, place to play board games with the family. Um, and we we love it. Okay. So let's see. Professionally, I feel like I wear a lot of hats. Mom, you know, travel agent, planner. <laughs> These days, mostly taxi um, for children who are 10 and 13. But um, to keep a... Long thing short, I originated in education, taught public school, taught preschool. It's basically evolved with my children, right? I was in the office some, helping out do some things, Did our um, ran our Airbnbs when, when we would do rent it out before we lived, became living in one. And now for the last about a little over a year, I have had the opportunity to work in the health and fitness space. That has changed my life, and I get to coach women on how to have their best health. And so I do virtual health coaching. Yeah, fun stuff. What's okay. next? Rapid fire. fire I got to be ready, guys. I got to be ready. Okay, number two, 
We do get this actually a lot. Where do you live full time? Yeah, so we live in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida now full time. Um, and we always say, well, where is that for people that aren't from around these parts? Uh, that's between Panama City and Pensacola um, is what I say to narrow it down. A lot of people have heard of 30A as a popular area. We Santa Rosa Beach is the town that 30A sits in. 30A is kind of a, con- a highway, county highway that uh, is uh, man- made up of a lot of little towns like Seaside um, or Rosemary Beach or Grayton Beach or Watercolor or Alice Beach. All those areas are, are in where we live. So that's where we're full-time. Um, if we say before that, we grew up outside of Memphis, lived in Nashville. Uh, we were in Miramar Beach, really close by actually, um, but we had a beach rental, our second home slash beach rental that we lived in until we moved here in December of 22. November, December. Oh, this, to this house. house. This house, yes, absolutely. Thanksgiving week of 22 is when we got here. Okay. You're going to have to answer some of these. Well, would you like to read them then? No, you go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. This flowing right behind that is Do you like living in a beach town? You, you answer that first. Okay, cool. All right. Now I'm up. So I'm going to tag onto this from the last one that says, um, where do you live full time? And say that a lot of people also want to know, do you live on the water? Answer, yes. We do live on the water, but we do not live on the beach. We live on the bay. So if you knew anything about our area, we are on a little strip of land between the Gulf and the bay. And so our house actually sits on the bay. Now, as far as this question, do you like living in a beach town? Yes, we love it. We dreamed of... Coming here since we were about 19 years old and would tailgate people into neighborhoods to check out the area. So we do love it. There are some, what would you call that, novelties to living in a beach town. We live in a tourist town, right? Vacation village, I heard it referred to yesterday. So during the high season, there's a lot of tourists. You have to put up with that. Um, But we have outdoor living. We have beautiful views. Um, We live here more for the pace of life than anything else. Um, so we love that. My number one tip for people who are like, could I live there is stay a while. Um, if you're from a big urban city, it's very, very different. It is a small beach town, all of these Gulf Coast towns, but we it has our heart and we love it. Yeah. No, I think that's fair, especially for us. I think you might have alluded to it, um, is that you know, we have outdoors here that we get to be out in a lot. And so growing up in Tennessee, there was hiking and such, but not a lot of water activity. You had to drive pretty far. But now, especially we live on the water on the bay with our boat here. And so we're outside a lot. So we like the small town side of it. Um, Nashville was just really getting crowded and just wasn't really our scene, at least at this phase in our life, I would say. Never say never. Um but it just led us here, and and we do we love this. We do not. I do not love the the traffic all the time. There's just it's it is landlocked, so there's one main road, not a lot of offshoots, a lot of bayous, so you can't like get around places. You are stuck. So I recently bought a couple e bikes. Actually, look kind of like the Wicked Witch of the West. Actually, cruising with my little basket. But I did go to Publix the other day. Bought groceries, strapped them on, put my helmet on, safety first, and cruised back down to the house. Um, 
you know, just got to get creative. So boating and biking is more preferable this time of year. So that's fun. Okay, now we are on to, (laughs) you've probably thought this about us before, how much do you travel? Like, how often do you travel? Obviously, there's not going to be a pinpointed answer, but we can chat a little bit about kind of our norm of what we do. Well, I mean, that's one thing of our intentionality has been building a life that gives us the ability to travel. The private equity that I work with is I was very clear in communicating with them is that, you know, before this uh, relationship was formed, I was all over the place and working and conducting business, and they saw that that was successful and and wanted to partner with us. That's how I continue to do that. We have we have a great team of people uh, that are able that I'm able to get in contact with. So we go quite a bit. Um, obviously, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, uh, so we have to think about budgeting at times. But um, we make it work. We get creative. I mean, you just we talked on other episodes. If you listen back about the fifth wheel we bought and the memberships that we have, so we can kind of go wherever, whether it be visiting family and tacking on or a trip with this private equity group that we'll tack on stuff to, which is coming up here um, in a couple weeks, actually, uh, a couple months. Um, uh, So yeah, we we do. We try to make a couple big trips a year and then a bunch of little ones in between, I guess. If you don't know us by now, we are super spontaneous. So just like, um, hey, we should get an RV. Hey, as part of that RV trip where I have to go on this trip, trip for work. Let's also go to this concert festival and let's see the leaves. So we, again, we have intentionally worked our lives into a space where we can do that. And we have the freedom of technology. We're reachable from anywhere, right? Where were we? I was just trying to think like, okay, so in the last, in the end of 22 into 23 and what we have coming, where all have we been? I'm like, man, when you kind of list that off, it's a lot because what we were in New York in December. Yeah, that was fun. We were in Scotland and England a, a month or two, a, a month or so ago. What else? Well, we're about to head to California. We've, we have a daughter that's a competitive dancer. So I've been in seven places traveling for dance. Yeah. <laughs> including, not, not crazy far yeah. off places, but from New Orleans mm-hmm. to. Um, Mobile, Alabama, to Orlando, twice Birmingham. To, yeah, you know, taking her to those places. So, but then after California, then we're doing. That's the one I was just speaking of. We're doing a New England Leaf tour. So, as you can tell, every little bit we are traveling. Um, we've talked in previous episodes. If you haven't seen our travel hacking or our RVing, we talk a lot about our travel, how we do that, how we do that with our kids' school. We have fabulous grandparents that allow us to make some of those things happen. Correct. Okay. Okay. Let's see. (laughs) This one is fun. We've gotten this for a long time, but especially as we get on in years now. You're how old and you've been married how long? (laughs) I don't remember, so you can answer that. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. (laughs) Um, So I am 39 years old. Carrie Beth is 21. Uh, 38. (laughs) She's 38, and we have a 13-year-old son and a 10-year-old daughter, and we've been married 18 years. She was 20, I was 21 when we got married, 18 and 19 when we got engaged. So it's wild now because truly um, we were engaged 20 years ago, um, so we definitely have been together well over half our lives. So we're on that other side of it. 
that she's put up with me. And the word put up with me is a true statement. It couldn't be more accurate. Which is crazy, but it's funny now too, because we get a lot of looks sometimes for how old we are and like having a teenager, right? And so we're going in these circles and they're like, we're like, we've been married 18 years. So that's just, again, another frequently asked question of the McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Now we have, did you build your house and how long did that take? So we're going to talk a little bit about that process. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, when we were here and we had our other house that was a beach house vacation home. We loved it. We loved the neighborhood. We loved the neighbors, but it just didn't have enough space. And if we could get on the water, we wanted to do that as well. So um, that set us looking and we're looking at different houses that were available to buy, to remodel. And finally, we found this lot in May of 21. We found this lot that this house is on right now. And it was the coolest story, honestly. When you think of God-ordained moments, you don't see them beforehand. But afterwards, you look back and you see God's handiwork. And there's this lot that was for sale across this canal from us. And me and my buddy, Tyler, who edits these podcasts, shout out Tyler. Whoop, whoop. If you go to early episodes, you'll meet Tyler. (laughs) Um, We were looking across the the property and we saw this lot. And I was like, dude, whose is that? That looks amazing. Oh, it's not for sale. There's another lady that owns it. And Got to calling around, talked to this builder that was in the area. He kind of knew who it was and said he could put in a call for me. And the day he was going to call the person to ask a for sale by owner son went in the lot, total separate. We were under contract that day, um, and it was a total God thing. And the builder that I was calling to talk to happened to be the builder that built our house and did a wonderful uh, job. So it took until we started construction with all the plans and everything in like October of uh, 20, good Lord, that's all putting it together, 21, and then finished up, I'd say December, still kind of been finishing up a few things, but December was the main part where we were enough to move in. Um yeah. So yeah, about 14 months or so, which is really cool because we have two structures um, and it was a cool process. We learned so much and had a great time. It was the best project we've done yet, huh, babe? Oh, yeah. No, I I really, I thoroughly enjoyed a majority of the process. <laughs> okay. So this part, because of our traveling and different places we've lived, all the things, is what are some of your favorite places that you've traveled to? I'll start since I've been putting Brooks on the spot. Um, I might take his. But when I think of all of the places we've been, one place I would go back to tomorrow is Switzerland. And Switzerland, we specifically went from Zurich and took a train all the way out to a place called Grindelwald, Switzerland, at the end of the line. And it is like the sound of music, IRL. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, it, it was amazing. Switzerland was super cool. It was a, just so many fun memories from there. Um, I mean, from from where I think of, yes, that was one of the amazing ones, but I love just some of the stateside stuff of uh, Glacier National Park, the cup she's drinking out of. That was the closest to like European type uh, Swiss Alps in America. Um and there's just random places. Like when we were in Astoria, Oregon, by the way, free information, free Willie, kindergarten cop, the Goonies, short circuit, twilight, 
have, all have scenes, or a majority of it, a lot of those, filmed in Astoria, Oregon, in the surrounding area. Bet and you, you didn't too, know it. You too can see that if you go to the Oregon Film Museum. Yeah. Oh, the Oregon Film Museum, for all you Goonies lovers out there. The prison that the um, Fratellis, Fratellis broke out of, that is where the Oregon Film Museum is, is the police station. So you start out in the cell where he was fake hanging from, and he beat the guard up to escape. Well, anyway, I do, yes, Switzerland's awesome, Europe's awesome. I got to tell you, though, I love stateside. I, we obviously, as you can tell by our mugs and our RVing, we love a national park. We love the U.S. I just had uh, one of Brody's friend's parents over here telling me they were going to Montana, and I just was like, ah, oh, that part of the country is just gorgeous. Yeah. So. But then I think of like Maine and how I never expected that I would love Maine as much as I did. And Kinney Bunkport, Maine, that's where the bush compound is up there. And just is a, such a cool place. You're eating like lobsters for 12 bucks a piece, soft shell lobsters that you can't get down here. And then you're in like Michigan in Mackinac Island. Oh, that's a and good And it's like super hot, swampy down here. And you're up there and you're in a light sweater in the evenings, biking around a town that doesn't have any cars. It's only horses. Oh, man, I love it so much. Good things. Okay. Now, again, rapid random. So now it is, what does parenting look like for you? What does parenting look like for us? Um, you know, so uh, we we decided we had just kids in traditional elementary schools. We were in Nashville, and we said, you know what, we they're growing so quick. And well, thankfully, my wife was in elementary education, and they were both in elementary school. So let's homeschool and travel through Europe uh, in 20, 2020. <laughs> Wrong again. That's when COVID hit. So um, that didn't happen. So that's when we bought our first RV. And started traveling, and so we were homeschooling the kids. And um, I tell you what, they're just resilient little things. You know, they've loved where we've been, and they really love where we're at now. So when we got down here, we were homeschooling. Then we decided to find a school that was flexible to our travel, and so we enrolled them in this one school, which was a great experience. But then we wanted, uh, if possible, a more Christian-based education. And that was actually around more kids as well. It's a very small school they were at before. This is still a small school, but more kids, more socialization, more structure, um, but still really easygoing about travel and that we can travel when we want and they'll send work. No truancy letters because it, back to 2019, we'd been on a few trips and then we were in Boston on the like – um. Oh, the trail freedom, trail, freedom Trail, seeing all the things that you couldn't imagine of our planning of our nation. And I had a truancy letter in my mailbox when I got home because I had missed too much school. And I was like, excuse me, my kids learned so much more on this trip than ever. This is stupid. Sorry. And so that kind of was one of the things is it led us down this path. Come to think of it, that's the very semester we decided we were done with public school for a while. So... We, um, yeah, but what does parenting look like? If you didn't hear me earlier, I called myself the taxi. We are very fortunate in our time, freedom, and flexibility that Brooks is also able to help me in some of that taxiing. And really more than just that, um, just being intentional on time with them and being able to take them to be involved in activities that they love doing, um, whether that be at church or dance or martial arts or theater. Um, we take them to everything and we're here for everything. We are running audition lines with them and watching a hundred dances that they want to show us. And we're just really in the thick of it, but that's 
where we exactly want to be. Want to be. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a fun one thrown in by Brooks. What book recommendations do you have, and why are they your recommendations? Yeah. So you have to excuse me because we ha- we're in the library. <laughs> For those just listening, you don't know that he just panned his hand around to show you his fabulous library. Yeah, so um, if you've never read The Four Agreements, um, if you're this guy right here, um, Don Miguel Ruiz, um, a Toltec, not a necessarily Christian novel, but still great fundamentals. This is The Mastery of Love. There's The Fifth Agreement. Um, really cool. Um, also, Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy. See, this is what's cool in life. You see this book right here and how it is? We were on a catamaran in early 2021 in the middle of the U.S. Virgin Islands, and this book was laying out on the back of the boat and got soaked in just a random pop-up storm. I'll never get rid of this book because of that memory right there. But this is great. This is more about stoicism, but still a fantastic read. Oh, man, that little story just like sums us up right there. That's what you need to know about us. Fun, fun things, fun facts. And then a more Christian book, Craig Rochelle, anything Craig Rochelle writes, you got to pick it up and read it. Uh, the Power to Change is amazing. He does an amazing podcast as well. And then I don't have any, I don't think that I could reach handy, but all of Erwin McManus's books you're going back yeah. through. So I was about to go just tell you what I'm currently reading. Um, for me, reading is listening because this is just how I learn. It's fine. Um, it's actually a life hack and has taught me that I can still learn things. Um, so I am currently listening to The Last Arrow by Erwin McManus. Um, he's just fabulous. I love him. He reads them. Um, what's the other one? Why am I drawing a blank? His um, other one. Yep. We'll tell you in a minute when we <laughs> yeah. think of it. But I read The the Way of the Warrior. Read yes. the other one. It's fantastic. And so now I'm on The Last Arrow and really enjoying that. Um, there you go. There's The, the way, way of the, of the warrior. warrior. Thanks, Erwin. <laughs> and um, then the other one that I'm currently listening to is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Oh, boy. Oh, man. you. Oh, that's right. So that's a that's one... Um, again, we're 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 faith based, and in this Q and A, haven't spent a lot of time weaving in faith. But um, as Ed Milet puts it, if you've ever listened to his stuff, I think well, we know God created everything, and there's a lot of people that try to um, say bad things or shed bad light on some people that write some really amazing books. But I just look at that my God created all this, and there's some stuff to be gleaned out of this if it's worthy and good stuff. And so Dr. Joe Dispenza wrote Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. There's some stuff that some might call a little woo-woo in there, but it's amazing when we think of uh, what they would title as the universe and energy where I know God-woven, Christ-breathed information, and we're learning information, and it helps us to know what other people are reading too so we can weave our faith through it and walk beside people in it. Yeah, I think that's cool because like we're not scared to read something that's not just faith based. We like to consume things and take out, um, you know, take it through a Christian lens. Yeah. And so I really enjoy that. And if you don't like, if you don't know, I like some woo mixed in. Anyway, it's all, um, you know, everything is energy, and God created energy and space and time. So 
it just yeah. all makes sense to Which, me. Which, again, Erwin McManus does a great job a lot of times mm-hmm. of weaving yep. a lot of that together. Craig Rochelle does an amazing job of leadership principles that are woven through uh, c- common sense, but also a Christian lens. Bob Goff is another author that does that yep. as well. Yeah. All right. Um, what does your perfect day here, where we live, look like? There's a lot of tourists that visit the area. So when I say this, you can interpret it however you like. If you were a tourist coming, what would you do? Yeah. Or for you? Well, I have two. Because okay. like the day where it's like when we're with friends or family that are visiting and we're truly kind of doing tourist feel, the the most fun time I've had is like we go to Crab Island, which everybody knows in Destin where that is, and we hang out on the boat. And then we go to the Gulf restaurant on Okaloosa Island, which you can pull your boat up to, eat like crab legs out on this back lawn. It's a bunch of container ships that make up this restaurant. And then in the late evening, we drive back and we hit Lulu's and we get out and we um, – eat key lime pie. We wade in through the water and eat key lime pie while the sun's setting. And then we drive our boat back home. That's tourist day. Perfect world when the kids are in school day. Mine and hers are going to differ a lot. (laughs) I do not get up as an early starter. And I would like find myself at about 10 o'clock at a coffee shop where I can catch up on emails and work. And usually in a small town, see about four people that I know have a quick conversation with them, love on people around me. And then in the afternoon, perfectly get a workout and get on the Peloton, get a good sweat. And maybe with the day on the boat or on the paddleboard and the family together hanging out. You? Yeah. So I would say our tourist day looks very similar. Tourists, when we're entertaining, we just did that with the family. That is the highlights of what I love. Um, we had one at North Beach the other night, too. Gorgeous sunset just hanging out. That was also awesome. But very similar is going to be on that, being on the boat. Um, the beach, yes, um, I prefer the beach in, like, let's say, October yeah, or April that's versus true. right now. Yeah, okay? hoodie at sunset on the beach at 530 is pretty awesome. Yeah, that time. Not yeah. that that time it sets, but that's when you have to go watch the sunset in October. Yeah. That, that, but, oh yeah, okay, so a normal, I mean, I don't know if I would call this a perfect day, this is just kind of my norm, right? So, obviously, I'm up, getting the kids, we're getting out to school, um, I like to go ahead and get my workout in, so I'll go up to the gym, don't like Brooks Folia, sometimes he comes up and joins me before I leave in the mornings, but, um, Not a lot. But yeah, so I go up, I'll get my workout in, I am connecting with my, um, coaching clients um, at some point in the mornings and just going through my day that I need to do. I spend some time doing, I do the Bible recap every single day, which is a Bible plan that I read and then listen to on podcasts by Terry Lee Cobble. It's awesome if you haven't seen it. Um, And then, yeah, I'm just, I'm a busybody. I'm around, I'm doing things, whatever I need to be working on, the projects I'm working on. Um, Brooks and I, again, like, yeah, small town. We connect with people. We are able uh, to do lunch some together and be together and spend some of that time together. And then as soon as 2.30 hits, it is, we're back to the taxi. And we are both dividing and conquering with the kids, trying to get dinner together and spending time together at night. Yeah, good stuff. Is that all the questions that, that we had for all this? the questions. Cool. Yeah. So hope that was helpful for you. Um, we we love sharing time with you. We'd, we'd really value uh, a follow on Instagram or telling other people about it and give us feedback what you think. Thank you so much for being a part as always. Uh, really appreciate you. Have a great one.